we're looking at avoiding traps at the end of the financial year. What are some of the traps that you need to avoid when you're considering your end of financial year strategy? Now we're gonna have a look at these because they are very important and this is an area that a lot of business owners trip up. Hi, I'm Paul Sweeney from the Business Behind Your Business podcast, and we're going to be looking at some of the traps to avoid at this time of year, at the end of the financial year. There's a lot of noise about how to save money, how to improve your position, but there are some traps that you need to avoid. So we're going to start looking at what some of these traps are. What are some of the tricks that you need to understand to make next year better? So first thing is, we need to be aware that taxation is just one aspect of running our business. So a lot of the noise around end of financial year is around spending money to get a bigger tax deduction. Now, that's not the only way that you can maximize the returns for your business. Spending money just to get a tax deduction is not always good sense. Okay, let's go back a step and look at what's the simple strategy behind tax planning. Okay, tax planning is one aspect of running our business, but the tax you pay depends on your taxable income. All of your assessable income less your allowable deductions multiplied by the tax rate, that's what you pay as tax. Okay, so we need to look at how do we maximize our deductions or our allowable deductions, but reduce our income at the same time without incurring costs that we don't need to incur. Okay, sometimes we don't need to spend the money. Okay, we would be better off not getting the tax deduction and holding on to our money. So we're gonna have a look at why that is the case. Why is that the case? Okay, so what we're looking at in tax planning, we're looking at organizing your affairs, okay, or your your group of entities, your group of companies, so that the liability of tax is lowest, okay? Tax is a leakage of your cash. So we wanna minimize that amount of tax that you have to pay to only what is legally required and what is commercially justified okay it doesn't have to be a complex exercise so tax planning we're not looking at sophisticated arrangements which are going to increase your risk what we're looking at is just some very basic strategies to help you minimize that leakage to tax pay less tax now or maybe even defer the tax to a later time So a later period in time where your cash flow might be better, but also where you can take advantage of different tax rates that may apply. So cash management is critical to any business and managing how much tax you pay throughout the year and at tax time is critical. Okay, so one of the things I get really annoyed with is all of the end of financial year sales where everybody's an expert telling you to spend money to save on tax. Spend money to save on tax. That's not the only way. Okay. Remember that when you spend $100 or $1,000 or $10,000 to get a tax deduction, you're only saving tax. You're only saving the tax rate. So if the tax on earnings is 25% and you increase your deductions by $10,000, you've saved $2,500 of tax but you've also spent $7,500, you're out of pocket. So if you don't need to spend it, it doesn't matter how good a deal it is, it's not worth it, okay? You'll hear a lot of noise telling you to spend before 30 June to get the deduction. Spending before 30 June, which is the end of financial year, is good advice, but 
but only if you need to spend it. If you were planning to make that outlay, to, planning to acquire that asset that's deductible, planning to spend money on that expense, do it before the 30th of June. Do it before the end of the financial year and get the advantage, okay? Bring forward that tax deduction so that you can reduce your tax in this current year. But what we're not saying is go and spend money that you don't need to spend for your business. Overspending is one of the key causes of cash flow difficulty for a business owner. Okay, so we want to avoid that. So you'll be caught up in a lot of the sales talking about buy now, get this discount. It's not always a bargain. And one of the things we see is people buying too much stock. Okay, there are end of financial year sales. Suppliers will offer discounts, incentives for you to buy more. The problem is you've got to outlay that cash. You've got to outlay that cash to get that stock. Now, can you sell it straight away? If you can sell it next week, that's great. You've got a very quick turnaround. But in most cases, you're not going to have that quicker turnaround. You're going to be paying for that stock. You're going to be holding it. You will have spent the cash. Okay, Cash will be tied up in your stock, your inventory. And the quicker you sell it, the better off you'll be. But a lot of the times when you're buying stock in bulk, you're you're building up stock just to get a, a, like a bulk discount. You don't always get to sell the stock quickly. So you're tying up your cash flow. And that's something we want to avoid. Okay. We want to avoid tying up stock, particularly if something is at risk of being obsolete or, or going out of date quickly. And we don't want to be caught holding on to large volumes of inventory items that are going to go out of date and we're not going to be able to sell. So we need to be careful not to buy too much stock, not to go for those bargains when we don't really need it. The next thing is looking at timing of sales invoices. Now, particularly in the service industries, you may actually not decide to invoice before the end of the financial year, before the 30th of June. You might want to defer your invoicing to July. Okay, and the reason is that you push back that income to the next financial year. So it reduces the amount of tax that you're going to be taxed on in this financial year. You're deferring the, the taxable income to the following year. Then for, you're deferring the payment of the tax to the following year. However, deferring your invoices might save tax, might push back the tax, but it can also cause cash flow difficulties. An example of that is if you delay invoicing your customer, you might miss their payment approval cycle. By delaying the invoice by a week, you might have missed getting through the payment cycle. You might be pushed back for another month. You might not get paid for another month, and that's going to affect your cash flow. Now, cash flow is really tight for all small businesses at the moment. Okay, We want to avoid putting extra pressure on our cash flow. Yes, you may have increased your taxable income, but the tax is not payable until you lodge your return. But you do need the cash coming in from those sales. So avoiding invoicing or delaying invoicing, yes, it's going to reduce your profit, your taxable income, but it's also going to affect your cash flow. So you do need to be very careful there. Now, we often see a lot of discounting at the end of financial year, discounting to try and encourage people to spend. And look, people will spend to get that discount. People will spend to get that discount. They will spend more money because they think they're getting a discount. 
Okay, and if you're in sales, that volume is going to increase because people are going to take advantage of that, then that could be a good thing. As long as the increase in volume more than compensates for the reduction in your sales margin, your profit margin. Okay, so if you normally get $100 of profit for each sale, but you discount by 20%, you have to sell a lot more than 20% to make the same amount of gross profit. You have to sell a lot more volume to overcome the discount, the loss of profit you get from discounting. So is it worth discounting to get those sales if you're going to make less profit? The other thing of discounting is it builds an expectation in your customers that you will discount again. They will wait until you offer another discount to them before they purchase. Okay, you've built an expectation with your customers that you are going to discount to get their future business and they will hold off. And if you don't supply that discount, where are they going to purchase? They're going to purchase from your competitor because your competitor, your competitor, he is the one offering the discount. So they are going to shop around for a lower price. So if your customer is looking for the lowest price, then it is very, you know, you're going to lose out. Okay. You're going to have to have this discounting wall to keep getting sales value. So you need to come up with a different way of creating value. Okay. Bringing in those sales. At the end of the day, we want to make more profit after tax. The easiest way to pay less tax is to not make any profit. I know which one I prefer. I prefer to be paying a lot more tax. I would prefer to be paying 25000 of tax if it meant I had $100,000 of profit. It means I've got $75,000 left over. If I pay no tax, it means I've got no profit. I've got nothing left over. Which would you prefer? I prefer the $75,000. I prefer to make more profit and pay more tax. Okay. Now, we are seeing a lot of price increases going up, a lot of costs, a lot of supply. Costs have gone up. Freight has gone up. Insurance has gone up. Banking transaction costs, interest costs have gone up. Wages are going up. A lot of your costs are going up. What about your prices? Okay, are your prices going up? Are you going to review your prices? Are you going to increase your prices to compensate for those increased costs, but also the costs of inflation? Are you going to do that? Or are you going to keep your price the same? Because if you keep your price the same and all of your costs have gone up, you're going to make less profit. You're going to have to sell a lot more. And the more you have to sell, the more sales activity, the more volume, your costs are going to go up. Your overheads are going to go up. So you're going to make less income. Okay, yes, you might lose a few customers. You might lose some customers because your price has gone up. But you maintain your profitability. Okay, so if you can make the same amount of profit with less customers, that means less activity. That's a good thing. So look at reviewing your price. What's an acceptable price increase? What do you need to increase your price to make the same profit? And if you lost a few customers along the way, okay, how do you maintain that profit? At the end of the day, we want to be making more profit. We don't want to be making less. Now, I understand there are some industries where price is really competitive. Your competitors are very tight. Okay, and that is where you need to start looking at strategies for how you actually increase sales without increasing price. Or how do you actually add something to the sales value? 
you know, what complementary product can you sell? How do you make them buy more product from you, even if your price can't go up? Okay, because the cost of selling $200 a product and delivering that is not much different to selling $100 a product. In terms of, you know, the, the admin time and the, and the warehouse time and the freight costs, the more that you can sell to your customer in one transaction, the better. Okay, your, your actual cost of transaction, the lower. So we want to increase our profitability by, you know, increasing our prices and maintaining our profit margins. Make sure that we're still making a profit next year and the year after that and the year after that. Okay, we need to be aware of that and, and look at it. Look, I, I deal with a couple of suppliers who have not put up their price for <sighs> 10 years. 10 years. That's unbelievable. Why would you do that? I, I Look, I appreciate it because I'm not paying more now than I was 10 years ago. You know, has their cost of service increased? Yes, it has. So why are they not increasing the price? Why are they not passing it on to me? I'm, I'm happy not to pay more. As a, as a purchaser, I don't want to pay more. But are they making a profit? Are they going to be in business next year? Are they going to be in business next year? Because they haven't increased their price. It means their profit is eroding. They have to sell more to make the same amount of profit. If they aren't doing that, how are they going to fund their business? Are they still going to be able to survive? So look at prices. We don't want to be in a position where we're not selling at enough profit, at a high enough price to make a profit, to get cash flow coming in, to run a sustainable, healthy business. One of the other traps that we see with financial year ends Okay, and it is not just really about financial year ends, but financial year ends are, you know, tax is measured according to what you earn in a financial year. Okay, so we can't ignore it. But we can manage the tax flow. Now, a lot of businesses at this present time are going to be making less money than they made last year. Okay, and that means that when they lodge their tax return, they are likely to get a tax refund because they paid installments based on how they performed in the previous year. Your tax installments in Australia are based on you know, an assumption that you're going to earn the same amount that you did last year. So you're taxed on that basis. So you're paying installments as you go throughout the year based on what you did last year. Problem is, if you're not doing the same, if your income is lower, if your profit is lower, you'll have paid too much tax during the year. So we need to monitor that. So if you're paying too much tax during the year, well, you need to get your tax return in quickly and get a refund of that money because you know you need that cash in your bank, particularly if your sales and your vault profit are lower than they were previously. You need the cash in your bank account. Okay, so we need to manage the timing of tax. And we also need to make sure that we're allowing for enough tax a lot of business owners get caught because as their business does get more profitable and we want you to get more profitable, you're going to start paying more tax. And like I said, your installments of tax are based on what you did last year. So if you're not paying enough, then there's a trap that you won't be setting aside enough tax to meet your future obligations. So we do need to be careful about managing our tax, understanding what the flow of cash we need to make sure we comply with our tax obligations and we don't have larger bills at the end of the financial year when we lodge our return. So talk to your accountant. Get an understanding of 
what your tax obligations are and what cash you need to be setting aside. Are you on top of it? Are you paying too much? If you're paying too much, you need to vary your instalments down to a lower amount. Okay, you need that cash in your bank account. So a lot of what we do at end of year, you know, we need to avoid this focus at the 30th of June, which is the end of financial year in Australia. We need to avoid thinking that that is the end. That's the end point and the slate is clean and we move forward and it's the next year. Okay, the end of the financial year is one point in time. Our business continues across that period. So we need to start looking at, well, what can we do to improve next year? How do we change our business to improve, to grow, to be stronger, to make more money? We need to start putting in place the plans. What happened last year that we need to change? What worked well that we can capitalize on? Okay, what worked well? Let's, let's see if we can improve that. What can we add to that? Can we do something else? Can we add a new product that's going to you know, add to that product, that sales of that product? Okay, makes, you know, works together. You know, we, we've identified a need and we can add a complementary product. Have we identified a way of being more efficient? You know, one of my clients has just rearranged all their warehousing and as a result, they've cut their costs dramatically. You know, they've cut their costs because it takes less time to actually fulfill an order. They, they're paying less rent. Their warehouse is organized a lot better. They need less labor to do the same amount of transactions. They've really assessed how they operate their business and they're going to be making more profit next year as a result, okay? They've looked at how they're doing it. They're not going to just say, we're gonna keep doing it the way we did. We're gonna look at how can we improve our business? What's our plan for the next couple of years? It is a long-term plan. How do we actually put this in place? You know, end of year tax planning is just one part of overall planning for your business. And the trap is to focus so much on tax that we ignore everything else that's important in our business. So many business owners ignore the opportunities because they're so focused on saving tax. Tax is just one part of what we do. Tax is just one part of your business. We need to focus on growing the value of our business, growing the profit, growing the cash flow, growing the value and growing the wealth that we can retire on that we can exit from our business at a good price, enabling us to do the things that we want to do. And and look, if we've got a good quality business, uh, remember what Peter Hickey was talking about when we were talking about exit planning. If you design your business to create great value for when you exit it, you're going to be creating a business that gives you great value while you're running it. Okay, And that's what we need to focus on. Focus on value creation, profit, tax. Look, we can minimize tax. It's good to do that, it's good to plan, good to understand. We don't need to pay more tax than we, sh- than we have to, legally have to. But tax should not be the focal point of what we do, particularly at end of year. Okay, end of year, let's have a reassessment of how we went and make a plan for how we're going to make next year stronger, more profitable, and more enjoyable. Look, if you have questions about you know, you know, how to actually grow your business, how to move it forward, Okay, this is what we're here for. We're here to give you advice. We're, you know, the business behind your business is about growing your business. It's conversations. Look, we bring in the experts to help you grow your business because a lot of small and medium business owners don't have those resources available to them. Okay, you should be using working with your accountant. You should be working with your advisors. 
but a lot of business owners don't have those resources available. So we want to make that available to you. So if there's a question that you have about, you know, how to grow your business or an issue that you're having, then reach out to us. You know, send us an email at podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com. Or if you like to, to leave an audio question, we'd love to feature it in one of our coming episodes. Go to speakpipe.com forward slash the business behind your business. And look, we'll, one of our experts will help you with that question because, you know, at end of financial year, we often look at, you know, the tax position as, as a benchmark of how we went. But really, that's not, that's not the true picture. That's just one aspect of how our business performed. We need to look at the whole picture. We need to look at the profit. We need to look at value creation. We need to look at, is this business actually delivering on the things that are really important to you? Is it delivering on the reasons why you started your business in the first place? Okay, so let's not get hung up on tax at this end of financial year. Let's think about the big picture. Think about how we can create a great business for next year and the year after, and the year after that, and in the long term. Thank you for joining us on The Business Behind Your Business. Look, if you get value out of this, please share this podcast with another business owner that would get value out of it as well. Thanks for listening. Do you have a question you'd like our team of experts to answer? If you do, send your question to podcast at thebusinessbehindyourbusiness.com. To hear more from the business behind your business, don't forget to subscribe using your favourite podcast player. Or you can visit the businessbehindyourbusiness.com website.